Cinda Williams here, and welcome to Season 3, Episode 45 of the PPC Podcast. I have had to really hustle lately. All this moving around has really been costly. And on that note, let's get on with it. Conversation, get that feeling. Let them know what they're missing. Share with your best friend. Tell them, come here this Yeah, don't you dare miss your blessings. Powerful lessons, true confessions. Yeah, PPC. Yeah, a powerful tool for you. PPC. Yeah, a powerful tool for you. When we were growing up in Chicago, we lived in a beautiful home on 104th and King Drive. I thought we were rich. Our neighborhood was clean and safe at the time. We didn't have a bunch of money, but it felt like we did. We never ate out except for our bi-weekly trip to McDonald's. I wore hand-me-downs. My brother didn't have a whole lot of clothes. We traveled at least once a year by car to the most awesome places that just didn't cost that much. My dad worked three jobs and my mother was a full-time mother and employee. But we kids, we never knew how hard they had it. We never understood it until we grew up and experienced how much work it is to provide for a family. Well, my guest today Black music and film historian, curator for Unsung Hero Hollywood, and social media superstar, knows all about it. Everybody, introducing Luther Aramis McRae. Luther Aramis McRae, welcome to the PPC podcast. Hey, PPC. <laughs> Thank you so much. I have been following you on social media for a long time now. So I feel like I know you, though this is yeah. like the beginning of our like personal face-to-face. And we've talked on the phone. Yeah. Uh, but I've I've respected yeah. you, your thoughts, your your um the work that you do for a long time uh for those people that don't know luther mm-hmm. like i really don't know luther let's start at the beginning tell me about where you're from etc cetera, etc cetera. i am from a city i'm from richmond california and originally i'm from two places i am from houston texas and little rock arkansas okay and so i ended up in richmond because i wanted to be with my mommy because my dad and my mom were going through a divorce and I'm a mama's baby. I don't mind admitting it. And so I wanted to move to Richmond. So I did all of my education, everything here. So this is where I live. I'm Richmond down. I'm Richmond down. Mm-hmm. Where is Richmond? I don't even know where that is. Richmond is a city. It's in the Bay Area. So I'm near Oakland. Okay. I'm near San Francisco. I'm a Bay Area baby. Okay. So mm-hmm. how old were you when you moved there? <sighs> 12. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
because I, I hear that accent. You you can't you can't oh, totally yeah. let that go, can you? <laughs> right. No. It's a, it's a, I, I love it. It's it, it it sounds like home to me. Um, uh, I I don't know. I California doesn't have much of an accent about it. Uh, a little that Valley Girl thing a little bit, but so um so you you are you an only child? I am an only child. Okay. All and right. I and. And I and I do have I do have one sister. I consider you my sister now, but I do have a sister that's uh, in Houston, Miss Mary Griffin. That's that's my sister. <laughs> She's okay. my sister, She's my baby. Yeah. So okay, so growing up in the Bay Area with your mom, single family household, what was that like? It humble beginnings, you know. We, we all have them, you know, and they made, they made poor look, both my parents made poor look good. They made poor look good. So every day my father had a bike waiting on me or a big wheel. And when you're little, you're not really tripping off of bad times. Hey, you're smiling. You know, if there were, if, if we were going through it, which, you know, we probably were going through it, but I never noticed it or never saw it. So mm-hmm. they just made sure they provided for Luther. Mm-hmm. They made sure that I had, they made sure that I had the best. Well, I was one of seven. So I mm-hmm. really, I guess I was the only girl for a long time until my sister mm-hmm. was born. I was 14. So I, I, um, some people would say that I was spoiled. I mean, a lot of crap happened to me, horrible stuff that people didn't know about until later. But mm-hmm. I was the only girl for a while. Um, mm-hmm. My daughter's an only child. I see the difference between only children and children that have siblings. So yeah. do you think yeah. that affected you in any way that you were the only? Now, as I've gotten older, because both of my parents are deceased and being only children i can speak i can speak honestly about this being an only child you have to think quickly you have to be able to land on your feet quickly you have no time to play around um one wrong move (laughs) or one false move (laughs) Mm -hmm. could uh literally be it for you you know everything that you do as an only child, it, it, it counts, you know? So mm, yeah, mm. being an only child, it has its challenges, you know, and, you know, Did I, you I ever love, get lonely. I, at this point, as I'm getting older, I realize that I'm not alone, mm-hmm. but I do get lonely. But as I'm getting older, I respect being alone and by myself, you know, dealing in customer service. I talk to people all the time and you know just basically where we where we are right now mm-hmm. i just rather just go home and just be by myself and not say nothing to anybody <laughs> yeah yeah people are people are going through it they are definitely yeah. going through it and it's affecting moods it's affecting people uh, mm-hmm. i never was alone in my entire life i i think i had one apartment by myself for a year um and then this last mm-hmm. year i had a good deal of time alone for the first time and it was the f- i craved mm-hmm. that because i'm i'm a loner i'm 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 an introvert believe it or not and and mm-hmm. i found that 
Oh no, I believe you. Mm-hmm. I love being alone when I want to be alone, but I hated being forced to be alone. And that's the situation I was in. Um, mm-hmm. I, I thank God for Zoom and all these things like this so I could see people. Mm-hmm. But I found that I really like people around sometimes. Uh, so I... I didn't know that about myself. I thought I'd be fine by myself, living alone, whatever. I'm like, screw a relationship, whatever. Mm-hmm. Sophie, go live your life. That's my daughter. Right, right. So, you know, I, but I do enjoy my alone time. So you you grew up in the Bay Area. How did growing up there affect who you are as a person? There were good times, you know, when I got here, you know, dynamics change, you know, cities change and, you know, knowing what I know now and have learned about the dynamics and, you know, where we come from, from being a thriving community to dealing with poverty and and, and dealing with all of those things that take away and literally, literally destroy a community. It was good times. I, I can't complain about Richmond, California. I cannot complain but like I said, the, the 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 dynamics has taken a toll. But I still got my happy. I still got my happy, and I'm and I'm really joyous, you know. And like you, I found my voice in social media, you know. So I'm a I'm a big thing, just as you're a big thing on social media. But I found my voice and who I am in social media land, you know. So you know. Pretty much is pretty much what you see is what you get online and offline, you know. So I can relate to what you just said. Mm-hmm. So okay. Mm-hmm. So what about uh, your work? You you were curator for Fans of Unsung, which is a massively huge hit, and people love it. I love it. Uh, the the show. Um, mm-hmm. How has that affected your life being, you know, um, being a historian of a people? It has affected my life so greatly. You know, um, I can't, I can't wait. Well, I'm starting with you. I can't wait to bring the, the celebrities, the, the, you know, I don't know what, what, I'm just seeing a different side of this because, I mean, you're not Hollywood at all. So I, I'll just say this. I can't wait to bring people like yourself online that I could talk to about not just music, but learning about what you guys have gone through. Because not only do I music, I talk about black film, too. So and I'm not about gossip. I'm not about gossip. I'm just about celebrating you and celebrating where you've been. A lot of personal stories I can't tell because I've spoken with the artists themselves and I respect the fact that they still have to continue to work. You know, although it's been great and it's not been great, I still have to respect that they're still working. So, yeah, I, I um, it's a fine line. It's a fine line that 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 you work if you want to keep on working, if you want to keep on doing this thing. Um, at a certain level, you you have to be conscious. Yeah, you you have to be conscious of Mm -hmm. of what you say and how you say it. 
you know, especially in today's world with the uh, cancer culture that is so prevalent. You know, I, I've always been very conscious of how I communicate because I know personally that words are very powerful because I experienced the positive nature of, of words and how people uplifted me and, and made me believe in myself. But I also experienced the, the mess where people were very hard on me and and didn't like me very much and told me so with with uh and they were authority figures so words are powerful i know that so i've always been very conscious of it and it amazes me sometimes how people express themselves without thought of consequences um so i appreciate the fact that you're respectful of that um you know but at the same time you don't want to um not speak on something when it's important and i see that you do that when you have a mm -hmm. feeling about something that's that's happening in the world or political or anything you comment a very honestly mm -hmm. about that um and i i think that's necessary also so how do you walk that fine line Well, I, I walk that. I, well, I don't even know. <laughs> I sometimes I feel like I'm I'm threading on ice chips, but I'm at the point now. I'm turning fifty five next month, and I really don't care about what people think. Um, you know, I, I live here in this world. I live here. Um, I live in California. You know, so I know what's going on. I see what's happening, and it's a shame that people will rather believe a lie than the truth. And it's just hard for me. I can't do it. You know, it's hard for me. It's like this in the, when you're woke and when that light is cut on, all the way on, it's hard to go back to where you came from. It's very, very hard. And it's, I'm just not built that way. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm just not. Yeah, and California you has know, a and history mom, for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, a protest kind of. Kinda... What you were saying about the protest, what were you I, saying? I said protests kind of began there, people speaking up, you know, you know, in, in the college campuses and everything. That's where, you know, when I think of California, I think of entertainment, Hollywood. But I also think of Northern California mm -hmm. when it comes to mm -hmm. people saying no, you know, people uh, evolving in a much more rapid pace than a lot of other places. Mm -hmm. So I, I would think in, in certain aspects, it would be a lot of fun to be there. We'll see. We'll see. Now we're, we're going from saying no to not saying anything at all. And that's a problem for me. And you know, your platform is a free. Is your platform free? Is your platform of like a a free speech? You don't have to worry about cancel culture with you, right? That's that's one that's wonderful because I was looking for a platform to come on to, and one of the things I do want to say, it's just really sad. It's um, people are not protesting what they should be protesting about, and you know. I thought about this whole thing with like with the ab abortion thing. I'm not going to go too much on into that because I know you want to talk to me about other things, but it's like, wasn't it your body then when they were forcing you to get the vaccine, when they were forcing you and people were losing their jobs? 
wasn't it your body then? You know, why are people, I don't understand the logic. You know, the things that you should be walking up and down the streets about, you're not walking up and down the streets about. The things that you should be worried about, you're not worried about. You know, you're busy worried about Kanye West and all of these other distractions, but you're not worried about what's going on in your own country. You can talk about what's going on in other countries, but you're not worried about what's going on in America. And that's a problem. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I I come at it from a different point of view. Um, I'm all about standing up, with, mm -hmm. you know, taking action myself. But mm -hmm. from a, um inclusive type of way, as opposed to exclusive. Mm -hmm. For me, it's all about spirit, because to me, that's that's where reality is. This is just a movie, you know what I'm saying? And we're we're all acting it out and experiencing it. So when I'm when I think about being proactive, when it's uh, you know come to voting rights or you know women's rights or uh, a, a sexual identity, whatever my best way to deal with it in my opinion for me is by how i model Absolutely. how i am you know what i'm saying i i don't judge people i my my biggest issue that i had to deal with was not judging religious judgmental people i had to learn not to judge them they deserved as much of my respect as anybody people that i disagree with um mm -hmm because i found when when i come at people where they are there's movement there's a evolution so um i i think we need every type of person being proactive in their own way the way you do it the way i do it the way the people out mm -hmm. on the streets do it everybody i mean malcolm and martin we would be we would not be the country we were without those two opposing thoughts that that prepared us for a uh, movement and um but one of the things I've, i found right quick i'm gonna say this is is they killed us when it was individual leadership their leaders got killed but when we're a group when there's not just one voice but many voices we tend to do better and get more done so what's your how are you your platform obviously is how you interact and and share your your uh your energy is there any other way that you do i um just by being in my community every day and and walking up the streets i'm because i'm not afraid of my, my my people i'm not i'm not afraid of people period but i'm not i'm not afraid of my people mm -hmm. and i wanted to come back on what you said as far as the judging I agree with you wholeheartedly, but there is the difference between between judging and being held accountable. And what I realized is a lot of people, they do not want to be held accountable for anything. Mm -hmm. And I had to learn that because very much like yourself, I was like, oh my God, I don't want to be judging, that's judging. But then I would learn that there's a difference between judging and being held accountable. And, you know, as far as Malcolm and Martin is concerned, I look at them as to say where we are now, just think if they were like, not me or you, but like half the population, you know, of, 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 of people of color. Just think if they were like, well, what's going on in my backyard? I'm just going to ignore the calling. I'm going to, I'm going to ignore what God placed in me to do. And 
they can do whatever they want to do. And although I, I see what's coming, I'm just going to stay in my own little bubble. Mm-hmm. They didn't do that. But I see a lot of that is going on, you know, and that bothers me, you yeah, know, they, as well. They, but they feel helpless um, and they, they feel helpless and they feel they feel like um, they just don't want to act because it's just easier to pretend like everything is OK until it's not. Mm-hmm. You know, and until it's not. So let me, uh, before we wrap this up, because I, I, yeah. I do want to do that. I want to ask you, so you are alone, I take it. You're not in a relationship. How is your... Yeah, I'm not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... And I am a black man. I'm a, a proud black gay man. And mm-hmm. and being, and we could, you know, we that, that's probably another show, but <laughs> uh, being gay doesn't define who I am. Tender. At the end of the day, I'm still a black man, and uh, that that I, that shows up in 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 the dynamics, you know, in my everyday situation. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't play the race card, but I know the race card. The race card, excuse me, is being played. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, a lot of people say, "Well, everything can't be about race." Well, everything has to become about race. But there are a lot of people uh, elite with wealth that's plus. So I know the difference. You know, I don't, there's not much that upsets me anymore. And I don't respond to the things that I used to respond because I understand. Yeah. So, okay. So I'm going to wrap this up because. As people that listen know, it's, this is the this is just the the intro, and I'm so excited that you're going to come on to the PPC Radio Show November 23rd with um, Shelly Shell Williams and I, and that's always a fun conversation. And thank you so much, you listen in and comment, and we really appreciate you. And I can't wait to actually hear your voice uh, because you, as you've witnessed, it can go a lot of different right. places, and I think with you, it's going to really be fun. Right. <laughs> so we can laugh and kiki and tt and wee wee because that's what we're going to do. And I, I thank you for having me. And I just hope I know that I'm a light. I know that I'm a big old light. I've been told this before. You know, I'm a big old light. And you just confirmed and reaffirmed that uh God has placed me here for many, many reasons. And I just can't wait to be that example and a light to people in my own community that you know you are what you respond to and keep it as positive as you can you know i know we're in a bad time but just try and keep it as positive as you can and i can't even to the point where you're not so consumed by everything that's going on but you're still aware of what's going on and don't let us don't let us stop your blessing exactly and on that note I look forward to having you November 23rd. That's the 2 to 3 Eastern on the PPC Radio Show. Y'all can find us on Facebook, YouTube, or www.thegrownfolksradio.com. Thank you so much. Thank you. (laughs) My story is so many people's story. So many people grow up with struggle in the background and if you are blessed you don't know all about it I have a friend who lived in a 
a tenement in a rough neighborhood and he said he felt like he was a king. So many of us are struggling today. So many of us are having a difficult time making ends meet. But attitude is everything. If our parents didn't teach us anything at all, they did teach us to live in the moment and find joy where we are, no matter what the bank account looks like. This is something that I'm trying to teach my daughter and I still struggle with, but all is well in the world for me. I am truly blessed. Well, that's it for another PPC podcast. I want to say thank you to Luther Aramis McCray for joining me again. He is such a joy to have on the platform, and I can't wait to talk to him on November 23rd. That's 2 to 3 Eastern on www.thegrownfolksradio.com, Facebook, and YouTube Live. That's a PPC radio show, November 23rd. I want to say a big shout out and a thank you to my sister, MC Lyric, for doing beats and production. God bless you all. Until next time, that's a wrap. This is Cinda, and I want to tell you about the PPC radio show. Every Wednesday from 2 to 3 Eastern, DJ Kid Disco, Shelly Shell Williams, and I sit down and talk with wonderful guests from all over the world. We talk about how to survive healing your heart and everything in between. So go to www.thegrownfolksradio.com to listen in, or you can watch us live on Facebook or YouTube. That's the PPC radio show from 2 to 3 Eastern. See you there.